you may be living with an attitude that's prevalent in our world today, which sounds wonderful and liberating on the surface. It even sounds kind of zen and in the moment, but I think it's one of the most foolish things that we can hold on to. It's the no regrets attitude. I'm going to talk about why I think regrets are actually good for us. In a sense, I'm going to distinguish between being aware of our regrets and being controlled by them. And there's a big difference. We're going to dig into this whole no regrets thing today in this episode. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. I need your advice on something. I could really, really use it. This is very important. I'm kind of at a crossroads right now with this podcast. I may change some things about it. As you know, I recently went back to the five days a week episode, kind of five episodes a week. I'm starting to think that maybe I need to narrow the focus on what this podcast is all about. So I'm considering a name change and kind of a rebranding on it. And I've got a really quick survey that I've put up that I'd like you to help out with. Here's what you have to do. Go to pdesmondadams.com. That's it, pdesmondadams.com. It should pop right up, and I'll ask you a few questions just about renaming the podcast and whether there's a couple of tweaks I want to make that you think would be beneficial. I don't want to do it if everybody thinks it's a horrible idea. So I need your advice on this. Go to pdesmondadams.com and let me know how I can make this show something that's even better for you. That's what I want to do. All right, well, Maybe changing the show would cause some regrets for me. Well, that's okay because we all have regrets. Some of those regrets that we have are life-changing regrets. And there's some people serving time in prison who have a lot of deep regrets. And it's really impacted them and not just them. That would be one thing. But it's impacted their family and their community and uh, all kinds of people that are being affected by their regrets. That goes beyond regrets. The regrets aren't the big issue. The consequences are the big issue. I'm talking about just the regrets, not the life-changing consequences of something we regret. Some of the things that we regret, I've never realized saying we regret was so difficult. Some are minor and probably insignificant, but they still play a role in shaping the character, our character and, and our identity as well. And I want to talk to you about how that can be dangerous for us. I found as I've gotten older that we really have more regrets. And it's not necessarily because we've experienced more in life. Obviously, the more we experience, the more opportunity there is for regrets. But I'm saying that we have more regrets because the more we experience, the wiser we become. And the wiser we become, once we gain that wisdom, we become more aware of things we did in our past that maybe weren't the best things for us. So as we get older, the same experiences, some more of them become regrets. Some more of them also become things we cherish. You may look back on life when you're nearing 50 years old and say, man, you know what? I really love the times when I get to just play blocks with the little kids, whether it's your kids back in the day or today, wherever you are in life, 
or your grandkids or whatever it is. Maybe that's a positive thing. And then there's also going to be times through your wisdom that you're going to say, man, you know, I really regret the times that I did this instead of this. And we start to become more and more aware of those regrets. And it all comes out of out of really wisdom. And that wisdom helps us better identify previous mistakes. Our wisdom really just helps us better identify previous mistakes or regrets and and hopefully some potential future ones as well, keeping us from actually experiencing those. So as we become more aware of our past regrets, we become more aware of future potential regrets and it helps us avoid those. So that's what's called wisdom, really. And so I don't think we need to see regrets as a bad thing and I don't think we should live a life of no regrets. We should have regrets in life. I mean, really, it's kind of like failures. A regret is a failure. And if you're not failing, then you're not trying. If you're just staying in the safe zone, then you're not really experiencing life. You should have failures in life. Now, hopefully none of your regrets have consequences that leave you locked up, definitely. But I think as you try different things and you experience different things, you're going to have failures in those and you may regret those failures. Some of the things that make us more aware of our past regrets are the repercussions that don't show up until later in life. A great example of this is our children. This is a perfect example. Over or under disciplining your children may not seem like a big issue at the time if you're just always yelling at your kids and you, you can't tell them to do anything without it being yelling, right? Without it just, rah, rah, rah. and a lot of times that's just because you don't want to get up and actually address situations. So you want to sit on the couch and just yell. And then when they don't do it, you want to yell more. And then when they don't do it, you want to threaten that you're going to do something and then you don't do anything. You're just going to yell more. <laughs> and so those things, maybe that's an under discipline or over discipline. You know, maybe you believe that spare the rod, spoil the child, and you did not spare the rod. You don't see the consequences of that until they're in their teens, late teens, early twenties, maybe even into their thirties, where you really start to say, man, I wish I had taught my children to be disciplined enough to make their bed and put away all of their stuff in their room before they start their day, before they leave the house. It's one of the things that I, I wish I had instilled in my kids. Just that whole idea of usually it's let's just get going in the morning. We'll deal with everything later after school. But there's something to be said for having that self-discipline of, you know, I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to put my clothes from yesterday into the laundry and I'm going to not just dig through drawers of stuff, leaving stuff everywhere. So just teaching that discipline, that's one of the things that I regret. And so that's helped me as I move forward in other areas of my life and in my grandchildren's life. It's not something that we, I guess we say, I regret that that was the case, but I don't regret that it happened. Does that make sense? Hopefully it makes sense for you. Financial decisions are another one that they may not show up until later in life. Some of them show up immediately. Like when you get a car payment you can't afford and they repossess your car shortly after getting it. But some of them may not show up until you're almost 50 years old. And and you're looking at retirement and you're thinking, man, I really wish when I was 20 and that financial advisor said, save whatever you can, even if it's $10 a week, save it you start to think, man, what if I had actually done that? Where would I be right now? So those are things that show up later in life. But we learn from those regrets. When we get older, we start to to see things unfold. Maybe we've got more wisdom. That's really what it is. Regrets are an indication of wisdom. Whether we've already had that wisdom and ignored it or we developed the wisdom and now we wish we had done something different, it's when we gain the wisdom or when we become aware of what's going on through our wisdom that we start to have regrets. Here's a healthy attitude tip for you about regrets. Be grateful for your awareness of 
regrets. You've grown. That's what it is. It's an indicator that you've grown. You've changed. Back when you made the mistake, back when you had the error, the lapse in judgment or whatever, you didn't really realize the consequence of it. Now that you've grown and you've gained some wisdom, you look back and you go, wow, that was not smart of me. So celebrate the fact that you're now wiser, more aware of what you should have done back then. And again, hopefully that helps avoid those same mistakes in the future. Imagine if you had done the same things, taken the same actions and ended up with the same results, but you had no regrets about it. Let's say you made a terrible mistake raising your children and you weren't the best parent, but you didn't have any regrets about it. But you may you, you clearly did not do things well. Well, where does that leave you? That pretty much that leaves you with no wisdom, no understanding. You're not going to change anything and you're destined to make the same or similar mistakes again and again and again. This is what I'm saying. Be grateful for the fact that you have regrets, that you're aware of your regret. I think the no regrets mantra is one born out of ignorance. Sometimes really even honestly, I hate to say it to you, but it's born out of stubbornness. We don't want to ever admit we did something wrong, so we champion this no regrets thing. Hey, I got no regrets, right? There are websites even devoted to, and this is really funny if you ever want to look look up no regrets tattoos on Google it. It's, it's really funny. I mean, it's funny in a sad way, but there are tattoos that people have that are no regrets, and ironically, they're misspelled. There's even one featured in the movie uh, We're the Millers, if you remember that. The daughter introduces them to her new quote-unquote boyfriend, and he has a tattoo right across his chest, and it says, no regrets, R-A-G-R-E-T-S. And and they're just kind of like, really? That's probably a good example of how you you might maybe should have a regret about that one because you made a mistake there. Regrets are something that uh, can affect your identity. So it's important that you make sure you regret your actions. Don't let the regret become part of your identity. Don't say, man, look what I did. I'm such an idiot. That becomes an identifying thing. Just say, man, look what I did. I've got to make sure I don't do that same thing again, right? That's different than saying I'm an idiot or, man, I was dumb of me. Just say, look what I did. I need to make sure I don't do that again. You're focused on the action rather than on you as a person. The best thing you can do is really analyze your regrets so you can clearly define where you took that bad turn or maybe the series of bad turns. If you don't take the time to analyze exactly what happened and really get down to the nitty gritty on it, get down to the detail. What happened when that regret happened? Uh, what, What were the series of events? If you don't do that, you may just start having these broad generalizations about your regrets and then you find yourself riddled with this extreme caution And you're really taking no action rather than taking well thought out or wise action. For example, with me, I regret riding my bike down a giant dirt hill when I was five or six years old because it left me with a broken arm. I don't now avoid riding bikes. That's not the consequence. I don't look back and go, oh, see, riding a bike led to that regret. So, no, that wasn't it. I don't avoid riding bikes down hills. That wasn't it. I could say, oh, I rode down the hill on my bike. I ended up with a broken arm. I need to avoid riding down hills with my bike. I need to really dig into that and realize I was five years old. I had recently learned how to ride a bike, and I was trying to keep up with the bigger kids and trying to do more than I knew I was capable of doing, and I could barely ride down a paved hill, barely ride down a straight and level paved street, and now here I am on this hill full of rocks and holes and you know it was a construction site and I went down it and ate it big time and broke my arm and uh, so I have to really analyze that what I did was pushed myself 
to prove to people that I could do something that I really wasn't ready to do. That really truly is what brought on that regret as a five-year-old kid. And that's what I should avoid in the future. So here's my healthy regrets tip or healthy attitude towards regret tip number two. Clearly chart that path to your past regret. Don't generalize or it'll start to stifle you. It'll start to keep you from doing things that you should be doing in your life to grow and and take chances and stuff like that. But but make sure you're analyzing it and understanding. I'm sure you realize you're not the only one with regrets in life. We've all had them. And honestly, this is one of the downfalls in today's type of society or communities that we have. We spend time, most of our free time, with fake families on TV and the filtered friends that we see or the, I guess, the friends we have on social media who filter what's happening in their life. Most people are only showing you the good times and that. So we've got this filtered content on social media. We've got this scripted fake family on TV that we're dealing with. And we start to feel like we're the only ones who are, who are having real consequential regrets. One thing I don't regret in my life is being part of a community, a faith community that didn't gather every Sunday to hear one professional member of the community who was paid to be full-time community member, give a very entertaining and motivational prepared speech or sermon, if you will. And that's the way a lot of faith communities, a lot of church situations are today. And if you're doing that, keep doing it. It's fine. If you like that, do it. But one of the things that I don't regret was having my paradigm shifted on this whole faith community thing. Uh, In our community, we gathered to talk about life. We shared food. We enjoyed some drinks afterwards. We had conversation that ranged from politics to careers to family to hobbies, everything in between. We all learned from each other's real life, unscripted experiences. We spent time together for a good chunk of a Sunday afternoon, living life together, learning from each other. That's what you have when you have community. Think back to what you remember, don't remember, but have read about what community was like years ago. Go to a third world country where there's not all the gadgetry that we have today. And families are sharing stories around a fire in the middle of the community. You know, I've I've mentioned this before, being in El Salvador and seeing the families with all the houses and the uncles across the hall and or across the the courtyard. Courtyard's really the best word for it. And grandpa's over here and grandma's the other set of grandparents over here. And in the middle, we get together and we share and we talk and we talk about mistakes that are made. And, and, and we're dealing with things in a very real way. We don't get that anymore. And that's one of the best ways to learn is from other people's regrets. So when we got together with the 13-year-old boys and we shared with them our regrets as grown men, they had a chance to learn from that. And there's no better way of learning a lesson than from somebody else's pain. It's something you may have heard before, but um, I, I think that's a, that's a wonderful way. So if you have an opportunity, here's what I'd love to see you do today as a call to action. I always love to give you something to do rather than just consume and listen. Go live it out. Live out what you're hearing us talk about. Go find somebody who hopefully is older than you, more experienced with you than you in life, and just ask them and make sure you have the time to get a good quality answer. What do you regret? Are there regrets you have? If you go back to when you were 20, what would you do different in life? What are your regrets? Now, remember, what they say isn't gospel for you because you're in a different situation, but you should definitely let it weigh heavy into what you're doing in your future. Start to share that. Maybe just reach out to some other people and say, hey, guys, I want to get together once a week, once a month, and just go and play pool or something. 
Try not to make it just about drinking beer, although sometimes that happens, but nothing wrong with that. Just have community together, but maybe get together with some people and say, hey, I just want to talk about life. No agenda, nothing to study, nothing. Just let's just talk about this thing and learn from each other and share with each other. But reach out to somebody today, somebody who's a little bit older, a little bit more experienced. Maybe if you can't do that, if you don't have somebody around you, you can do that with call your dad, call your mom and just say, hey, I want to ask you some questions. Never really talked about this. What do you regret? Your parents, trust me, as a parent, your parents are going to be so thrilled that you called to get their advice because you've probably never done that before in your life. You used to think, I got it. I got it. I don't need you to tell me what to do. And now you're saying, tell me what to do. Or maybe call an uncle, an aunt, a grandparent or something like that and just say, what do you regret? What would you change? What, what would be different today? What have you learned from your past regrets? We can't change the past, but we can let the past change our future. We can do that. Now, if, we, if we're not in control of it, the past will be in control of it. Our consequences will be in control of it. But if we remain in control and we make the decisions and we analyze our past regrets and then we shape our future based on that, when we're in control so we're not being manipulated by those situations, that's when things become incredibly powerful. I do hope you do that today. I really do because we can make some big mistakes and not be aware that there were mistakes or not be, you know, just so much to learn. Let me know if you if you find something out that's really interesting. I'd love to have your information. What do you regret? Tell me. I'd love to learn from you, even if you're younger than me, and probably a lot of you are. But I would I want to know. You've had different life experiences. Tell me what it is. All right. Send an email to Desmond at pdesmondadams.com or you can hit me up on Twitter at pdesmondadams. Last thing, really quick, don't go, don't ow, don't stop it. Make sure you go over to pdesmondadams.com. Take that really, really quick survey. I'm telling you, it'll take you 30 seconds to do this, okay? And let me know how I can make this show better. I'm thinking about making some changes, renaming the show, and kind of changing the focus just a little bit, just tweaking it to refine it. And I want to know what you would think of that, how it would impact you. So go to pdesmondadams.com. Thank you in advance for doing that. I appreciate you. I really, really do. I hope that you have a fantastic day today. And of course, as always, I hope that your reach may always extend beyond your grasp. 